We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Uh, what a wonderful time it is to be in the house of the Lord. And we had a good Sunday school this morning. Got a wonderful crowd this morning. And uh, we thank God for everyone that's here and especially for our visitors. I got uh, quite a number of visitors and you're very special to us. Uh, we thank God for you. And uh, it means something that you're coming. And so please keep coming. We're just uh, thankful and honored to have you. And uh, I have a scripture I'd like to read this morning uh, from the book of Romans, uh, chapter 1, uh, verse uh, 16. And this is what Apostle Paul is saying, and, and a very uh, special scripture to me. Apostle Paul said this in verse 16, chapter 1. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so what a wonderful scripture that is. So just if you want to stand for just a moment as we pray. And uh, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this uh, time to be in service this morning. We thank you, God, for what we've already felt today. Thank you for those that are here. And uh, God, we just pray that this service would be very spiritual and it would reach out and touch the hearts of people that are in need spiritually. God, we all need you, and we all need your help. And uh, God, we realize that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And thank you, God, that you gave your son to die for us, that all of us could have salvation. And God, we pray for this service today, and we ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. And, and I will mention this to you before I turn over to the choir. Uh, we're not going to have the baptizing today. Things didn't just get worked out for that, but no, don't worry about that. We've got another baptizing scheduled the 26th of this month. That'll be three weeks from today. So pray pray for the baptizing, pray for those who are going to be baptized, and pray for this service this morning. Brother David. Page 144.
Page 
sure is good to be here this morning, and I appreciate that good choir singing. I love those good songs. I love the spirit they're sung with and the message. It's in the songs. And uh, I remember when I was just a child, and I'd come to church and hear the songs sung uh, again and again. And I remember one day as a young person, uh, I was looking in the songbook as a, as the choir was singing or as the congregation was singing, and I was following the words, and it, I began to be astonished at what the songs were saying. I just listened to them for a while, sort of just automatically, not really thought about what's that saying. And uh, there's some uh, really rich things that uh, the good songs uh, say. And so it's good to be here. Let's all stand for just a moment. And uh, anybody have a, an unspoken request, just raise your hand. And anybody's got a, a spoken request on your heart, just uh, say what's on your heart. Someone else. It's our son, Clay's uh, mother-in-law, and she's been in Columbus at the cancer institution. She, she's fighting for her life right now. Remember that. Any others? Pray for the family of Dolores Bradford. Uh, she passed on last night or early this morning, and uh, her funeral will probably be sometime this week. They've asked me if I'd preach that funeral. I told them I'd be very honored to, and uh, but really pray for that family and uh, kind of, you know, probably see it in the paper. Probably maybe we'll put it on the one call, uh, giving people information when that is. But to pray for that service and pray for that family. We got a great crowd today. I'm just—it thrills me when I look back and I see everybody that's here. Thank the Lord. Every person is important, and there's only one of you. Uh, we're all individuals that God made us just like this, just like we are, and nobody can take your place. Uh, you're just who you are, and you're special. And uh, if you're here today and you're not saved, our heart's greatest desire is for you to get saved. And if you're here and you are saved, uh, we need you uh, in the battle for the Lord. Uh, every one of us that are saved have something we can do. And when I was just a young person, uh, I'd think about this and I'd think, well, I can't do anything. Uh, but then uh, God, through time, let me realize that I had a testimony uh, and I had a light that could shine and nobody else could shine it for me. So let's, let's pray for this service that God will really speak powerfully to people's hearts and and uh, we hope people respond to the call of God. Anything else before we pray? Amen. 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 Thank God for that testimony. And you, you can't say anything better than thanking God out of your heart for saving your soul. That's wonderful. Any others? Yeah, pray for Danny and Bonnie Hunter this morning. Uh, Lynn and I had an opportunity to visit them a day or two ago, and 
had a nice visit with them, and, uh, and, and it was uplifting. But we really need to pray for them. They, uh, they're facing a lot. Please remember that. And uh, while we're praying for our services, pray for our sister churches. And uh, one that's come to my mind, I feel like making a request for, uh, pray for Crouches Creek, where Trey's a pastor. Uh, they have uh, Chase Lay with them. He was with them last night, and I watched it on live stream. Boy, had a great service down there, and a lot of people on the altar. And uh, they're going to have service this morning. Chase is still going to be with them. So <clears throat> there's some folks down there that uh, I'm burdened for, and I know a lot of folks they're burdened for. And uh, I'd like to get news that uh, some of them got saved this morning. So pray for them, too. Any others? If not, well, I spill the red leaders. Continue to pray. Trust the Lord this morning. Follow. Who'd feel like singing this morning? You got a song on your heart or songs God's give you while singing this morning. Follow the Lord. All right. Asking for the youth group, boy. Appreciate that. Let's really pray while they come. And while they come, I really feel like God wants me to tell you this. While the youth group's singing, if you feel like coming to the altar, you come on. Obey the Lord whenever he speaks to you.
appreciate that song. I appreciate our young people. I thought of an old preacher that had a comment one time about the valley. He said, we don't really like to go through valleys, but said, if you look around, said most of the corn grows in the valleys. And uh, that's a natural comparison, but it has a great spiritual point. So, and God's good even in the valleys. Somebody else feel like saying, follow the Lord. got a song on your heart God's give you to sing you're sure welcome to do it pray for Sean while I come So many religions in this world today There's a church on every corner it seems Everybody says they're going to heaven above But how they get there we cannot agree I started my journey a long time ago And I'm not looking for anything new My ticket was paid for on the old cross at Calvary 
by the blood of the Lamb I'll go through. So I'm going to stay in the old time way. It's the best way that I've found. I know that it's real by the way that I feel since the love of the Lord came down. In a little old church by the side of the road, at an altar of prayer I prayed through. So I'm going to stay in the old time way, and I highly recommend it to you. This road that I travel, it's straight and it's narrow, and oft I've been tempted to stray. But faith keeps me going, and there's comfort in knowing what's waiting on the end of the way. You might call me old-fashioned, and you might not understand me, but I won't be changing my mind. I'll stay on this old path and see what happens when I leave this old world behind. So I'm gonna stay in the old time way. It's the best way that I've found. I know that it's real by the way that I feel since the love of the Lord came down. In a little old church by the side of the road, at an altar of prayer I prayed through. So I'm gonna stay in the old time way and I highly recommend it to you. song. I appreciate it and I appreciate it. That's a great recommendation. That's what God's people do when they're following the Lord. They're recommending it to those around. Yeah. Somebody else feel like singing. I appreciate what's already been done. If nobody else has anything, we'd like to look to the scripture this morning. Look to the book of Romans. I want to read from the first chapter of Romans and also from the 10th chapter of Romans. If you've got your Bibles, feel free to follow along and listen anyway. And uh, as Paul's writing to the people of Rome, and I make this statement often, uh, there was a need for him to write these letters. And Blaine talked about that in Sunday school. He talked from the book of Corinthians about Paul writing to Corinth and, and, uh, and these other letters. These were necessary letters to help these people. But not only was it for them, it was for us. That's why it's in the Bible, because God wanted it passed along to us. So here in uh, chapter 1 in Romans, at the 14th verse, Paul said this. I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as envy is... I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as is written, the just shall live by faith. And then uh, we look to the 10th chapter. If you'd like to follow there. And... Uh, 
I want to start reading uh, in verse 6. Pray real hard and listen carefully. Paul goes on, he says, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. For what saith it? Now listen to this. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God, shall, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now, I want to come on down here and uh, uh, I want to read verse, uh, start at verse 15. It's still in chapter 10. And how shall they preach except they be sent? As is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily. Their sound went into all the earth and their words until the ends of the world. So that's enough for reading. And so uh, if I would have a text this morning, it would be very simply, three words. You can believe. And it's our choice whether we believe or not. Uh, it takes faith to believe. And well, how, do, how can I have enough faith? Preacher, maybe I don't have enough faith. Uh, I think I've told this story numerous times. There's a guy used to go to church up at Pleasant View where I was a pastor up there many years ago. Uh, his name was John, John Whitaker. They called him Big John, his big man. And he came from the back of the church house one day. Uh, he was a lost man. He came weeping. He came up the side aisle. About halfway up the altar, he got down in the side aisle uh, over by the window, and he was praying over there, and God laid on heart to go to him. And, and I went to him. And I said, John, I thought you was maybe coming up there at the altar. And he said, I was. But he said, I, I realized uh, that I didn't have enough faith uh, to get saved. So I just stopped back here. And I said, uh, John, did you feel like God's calling you to the altar? And he said, oh, yeah, I know he's calling me. And I said, well, John, it's the devil's telling you you don't have enough faith to get saved. God delivers to all of us the measure of faith. And it's enough faith to get saved by. And I, I said, John, uh, if God uh, was calling you, he gives you enough faith to get saved by when you come. God wouldn't ask you to do something and uh, shortchange you with what you needed to do. And so when the Bible's uh, talking about getting saved and talking about moving by faith, and we read a number of things about faith over here, uh, I like this and, and want to get some things here and we'll get back to that. But when Paul said, I'm a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise, that really stood out to me when I read that. Uh, Paul, uh, the, the Greeks and uh, the barbarians hadn't done anything for Paul. Uh, not that much anyway. How could he say he was a, a debtor to them? And the wise and the unwise, how could he be a debtor to them? Well, I want you to know uh, when God saves us, he gives us a job to do, and God had laid it on Paul's heart to preach for them. So uh, Paul owed it to them to do what God was wanting him to do. And, and so uh, let us apply that today. Uh, uh, somebody might say, well, I can't do anything. Yeah, you can if you've been saved by the grace of God. Uh, you can live for Jesus. If you've been uh, saved by the grace of God, you can let your light shine. 
if you've been saved by the grace of God, you can help somebody. And I told this already a little bit. When I was just a young person, I thought, I can't do anything. I can't help anybody. But through the preaching, the old preachers was preaching the gospel, and it let me realize that I had a job to do. Let me express to you today, if you're here today and you've been saved by the grace of God, you've got a job to do. Uh, you don't have to be a Bible scholar. Uh, you don't have to be. Uh, uh, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a, a great singer. Uh, what do you have to be? Just whoever you are and whatever you are to the glory of God. And so when Paul said, "I'm a debtor," and so then he said, "So with as much as within me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel to all them that are at Rome. Also, I'm going to do what I can do with what God's given me." And he said this: "For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For it is, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith." And one of the scriptures. Uh, that Blaine shared it was in the lesson for Sunday school this morning uh, talking about uh, maybe uh, it's back over here in the book of Corinthians I think I've still got it marked uh, from the Sunday school lesson I'll just read it for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto them uh, to us which are saved it is the power of God uh, and Blaine taught that this is not an intellectual process uh, it's good for us to use our mind and reason things out but how we get saved is by faith uh, trusting in the Lord uh, you can do that. Well, preacher, what makes you think that I can do that? Well, let me share this scripture again that I read to you down here when it's uh, talking about, uh, said, uh, but the righteousness, which is of faith. Uh, faith means trust and believing from your heart. This righteousness, which is uh, of faith, uh, speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend up into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who shall uh, descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up. I've talked to people before that said, preacher, if you can show me Jesus Christ, uh, I'll believe in him. Uh, that's not faith. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, I didn't uh, see him hanging on the cross with my natural eyes, but through the preaching of the gospel, uh, God enabled me to believe that. I trusted that. And when I did, there was a change came over me. And I, uh, Bob uh, Morrison, I've been preaching a long time, and I know you relate to this, and you other folks, uh, uh, long as I've been preaching, I've never been able to tell in fullness what happened to me when I got saved. I can't explain it all, but the Holy Spirit will explain enough of it to you. If you'll trust the Lord, you can get it. And so he went on down through here. Let me take my time a little bit. And he said, and listen to this. Now, don't do that. Uh, don't try to say, well, bring him down or bring him up. Uh, you need to trust him by faith. But here's what he said, and he goes on to explain this. But what saith it? Now, this is what the gospel has told us. Now, what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. When I was a lost boy and the gospel reached me, it brought faith to me. Uh, and when it's talking about uh, faith coming from faith to faith, uh, what's that talking about? It's talking about when God moves uh, through the power of the Spirit in the church, uh, God brings from their faith, God takes the Holy Spirit, and when I was a lost boy, God gave me faith. You mean, preacher, uh, you had faith even before you got saved? Uh, yeah, uh, I had faith uh, come to me uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the gospel. But it was up to me if I used that faith or if if I just uh, throw it away, uh, just think about it. Now, God gives you this uh, faith which is more precious than gold. Uh, uh, is it up to you? Yes, it's up to you. What can you do with it? Well, you can either throw it off to the side and forget about it uh, and go on your way towards hell, or, or you can take that faith that God's give you, uh, and by faith you can uh, reach it up towards God. Uh, he said, it's in your mouth 
It's in your heart. It was right there. God brought it to me. I'm to, I, had, I had faith in my heart before I got saved. Well, preacher, how can that be? Well, let me explain something a little bit. Maybe need to do that. There's difference uh, in your heart and your soul. With the heart, man believeth unto rise. See, uh, God, uh, he uh, gave us a heart. Uh, out of the heart proceeds the issues of life, the Bible said. And so David back there, when he was praying, when he'd sinned, and he prayed, and David didn't lose his salvation. We know that. Well, when he was praying, when he transgressed, he said, God created me a clean heart. I've had a dirty heart uh, in me sometimes uh, since I got saved. Uh, but when I was a lost boy and God brought the gospel to me, he brought faith to me. Uh, it was in my mouth, of my soul, in my heart. It was in my heart. And, and God uh, let me have the opportunity to express that to him. So when he said that down here, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. And so that if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So God brought me the tools I needed. Uh, I couldn't uh, muster it up on my own, but God gave it to me through the gospel. It was up to me. I had the choice. I could use the faith and I could believe in him and praise God I did. I did. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. And so when he said this down here, that if thou wilt confess with thy mouth. Let me explain that. Uh, I used to think, uh, I'd puzzle about that. And I, what's that mean? It means from the mouth of the heart. When I was at an altar of repentance, when I got saved, best I recall, I wasn't saying anything out loud. It's okay. I had been, but at the moment that I actually got saved, I was sitting on the mourner's bench. And I, I was so destitute, and I'd tried everything, and I'd offered God everything, and I'd promised God everything. That's not how you get saved. You get saved by exercising faith in God. When I came to a point and I finally said, God, if I've done everything I can, it didn't work. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. I'm going to go to hell, God, if you don't save me. That's when he saved me. That was when I cried out with my mouth, the mouth of my heart. I cried out to God. And from my heart, I believed in God. And he saved my soul. And so when he's talking about this, when it says, with the heart man believeth in the righteous, and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. And for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth in him shall not be ashamed. Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, I've been ashamed of my life uh, sometimes, but I've never been ashamed of what God did in my soul. And when I stand before God, and when God looks at me from heaven on high, he doesn't uh, look at my failures. He looks at my redemption uh, through the blood of Jesus. He sees the blood. When he sees the blood, just like back there when the children of Israel was getting ready to come out of Egypt and uh, God uh, sent the angel of death through the land and uh, it killed the firstborn in every household unless they had the blood of a lamb on the doorpost and around the door. When God saw the blood, he passed over them. Uh, praise God. When God sees the blood, uh, he passes over me. I don't have to go to hell anymore. I'm on my way to heaven. And so when he said on down here, and I won't be too long to you pray real hard, somebody needs to come to the altar this morning. Somebody needs to trust Jesus and get saved. And the devil will tell you you can't. Uh, but the devil's a liar because you can't. He goes on down through here. Now, got another point or two I need to make down here. When it's talking about this, down here in verse 16, it says, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. Um, this is talking about uh, people uh, that has heard it, and, and the Bible said, the grace of God which brings salvation hath appeared unto all men. Um, but uh, listen, it goes on down here, which I just read, uh, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? Now, 
I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody, but I've talked to numerous people who uh, said there wasn't any gospel uh, before Jesus Christ came. Well, uh, that's uh, not what uh, Paul said here. He said, listen to this, for they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah, that was probably 600 years before Christ came. For Isaiah, uh, listen to what he said. He said, Lord, who hath believed our a report? If you want to read that, it's in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And then he goes on down, and he makes another point about this. He said, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When the church moves in power and the gospel is preached, that's when God delivers faith uh, to us that we can get saved by. And then he goes on down through here, and listen to this. Uh, he said, How, but I say, have you not heard verily? Uh, yes, verily, that means truly. Their sound went out into all the earth, and their words into the ends of the world. Uh, but did I, but I say, did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people. And so Isaiah and Moses, uh, the gospel was in that day, uh, just like it's in this day. But to us right now, let's focus on us that's here right now and, and get your song ready pretty soon. But listen, two points that God wanted me to really make and expand on this morning. If you've been saved, you've got a job to do. Uh, we owe it to the people around us uh, to let our light shine. Why? Because God saved our soul and told us that's what to do. And if you're hearing laws today, you can get saved because when God gives you faith and gives you an opportunity, it's up to you to use it. But you have to choose this day whom you'll serve. Let's all stand. And, and when they get ready and come and have a song, I would to God today that people obey the Lord. Uh, boy, we've got a great God. He's powerful. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, preacher, uh, what I have to do to follow God, uh, obey the Holy Spirit and obey the Bible, obey the Word and the Spirit, that's, that's what you do. Well, preacher, I don't know it all. I'll tell you what, take one step and start. Uh, if you say, well, I don't know this and I don't know that, well, do what you do know this morning. Uh, there's no excuse for not obeying God. God's been so good to us. Can you, let me just say this before we sing. I know everybody knows this, but let me just uh, focus on it, contemplate it a little bit. Can you just imagine uh, what it was like to God to give his only begotten son for a wretch like me? He gave his son for a world of sinners. Sean, his son, didn't have anything wrong with him. But he gave him, he gave him so we could have salvation. Boy, I'm telling you what, does that mean something to you today? It does mean. Let's all act on that. If you're here and there's a spiritual need in your life today, come down, let's pray about it. You don't have to make a speech. You don't have to tell what sins you committed. You don't even have to join the church. Matter of fact, if you come and pray and don't want to say anything, nobody's going to force you. But right now, go ahead and sing. And those that need to come, I pray you'd come right now, right here. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord this morning. Let God have his way in your life. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Get washed in the blood of the Lamb and lose all your guilty stains. Praise God. Please obey the Lord this morning. 
Come right now. Right here. Please come. I want to say a few words and ask them to sing some more. I want to focus on this a little bit. I believe, and my burden is, my heart feels like, that there's people here that need to join this church. Now, we're not trying to make a big crowd. That's not our purpose. The more people worship and serving God, the better. But what our purpose is, is to do that, to follow God. Not trying to talk anybody into doing anything that God's not wanting you to do. But if God has put it on your heart, you need to join this church, we need you. God wouldn't have told you to join here if we didn't need you. And you need us and we need you. Now, if you've been saved, you haven't been baptized, uh, you can come, let the church know you're saved and you want to get baptized. Or, or if you've been saved, but maybe you belong to a different church, not, not a similar faith in order as this, but you know you're saved. And, uh, maybe this morning uh, you need to come and join this church and you have to get baptized. Uh, we'd be glad to see that happen. Or if you want to join church from a sister church and you can get a letter from there, we take folks that way. But I expect there's some here this morning uh, needs to join this church. I, I, I feel like this. I feel like there's people here that's been saved that need to make their acknowledgments this morning. I'm not trying to judge anybody, and I'm not pointing my finger at anybody. That's just the way I feel in my heart. I'm telling you what, we need to get things cleared up. If there's something between us and God or between us and somebody, we need to get it cleared up. Uh, listen, I've told this before too, but I need to tell it again this morning. Once when I was a young fellow and I'd done some things I shouldn't have done and I, I prayed and God had forgiven me, but I, I still didn't feel like I should. And I talked to Siegel Newport. He said, uh, son, he said, uh, you need to tell the church. You don't have to tell them anything you've done. He said, you need to tell the church that you've been out and you've been wrong and you've come back and God's forgive you. And you need to ask the church to forgive you. And I thought about that, and boy, that stirred my heart. And so I did. I told the church that. And when it did, I, I felt heaven move. I felt like God took me to the high mountaintop. Everything that God wants us to do, if we'll do it, it'll help us. And I believe there's people lost here that could get saved this morning. And uh, listen, if you're here and you're saved, and you'll move for the Lord like God's wanting you to, you can be more inspiration to them that are lost, that are needing to come. And so, and, well, I need to say some more. I'm... I'm talking longer than I meant to, but uh, sometimes uh, uh, this phrase, it kind of, it, it actually kind of irritates me a little. Uh, I'm going to use it anyway because I hear it so much. I've experienced church hurt. You can get hurt in church. How can that be possible? It's because people are the ones that go to church. Somebody can say something or do something that bugs you or bothers you or uh, offends you. But that's not God's fault. Uh, God's still God, and he still gave his son to die on the cross and raise him from the dead, and the church has still uh, got power. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm not just saying this to brag on our church, but I'm saying it to brag on God. I've just been amazed at the powerful services that God's been giving us. I just thank God for the powerful meetings and the, and the conviction that we're having, and, and, and I just thank God he's, he's moving so powerful. But having said that, if you're not where you need to be, we could be more powerful yet if you'd get in where you need to be. 
everybody needs to be where they need to be. If you got uh, soldiers on the battlefield and you got them around the camp standing guard, uh, you wouldn't want one of them uh, to lay down and take a nap. We all need to be on guard. We need to be about the Father's business. We need you. Sing us another song. Somebody needs to move this morning. Mind the Lord. Mind the Lord. Let God help you this morning. Let God bless you. And it'll bless others too. We're not in this by ourselves. We're in this together. Please come. Come and pray this morning. Let God bless you and help you. Oh, God is good. God's never been wrong. After how good God's been to us, we ought to be good to Him. I can't pay Him back and you can't pay Him back. But I need to make an effort to say thank you, God. How can I say thank you, God? It's by obeying Him. Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. singing. Now I'm going to pause for just a little bit without a song. I want to ask, if you're here today and you've got something on your heart you need to say, whether it's a confession or a testimony that God's give you, there might be somebody here even from your seat you want to say, I'm sorry. I want the church to forgive me. If God wants you to do that, do that. Somebody got something on your heart to say, follow the Lord. take just a minute sometimes the devil argues with us and we need to say something and God wants us to and the devil says no Bless her, Lord. 
just trust it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, bless her, Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord for that testimony for Sister Sandy. And if you're here and you've been worried and wrestling with what will I say if I go to the altar, that testimony ought to help you. It's not the amount of words. It's just trusting God from your heart. And so that, boy, that expressed it good. I appreciate God giving Sister Sandy that testimony. Anybody else got something on your heart? Amen. 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 That's it. Trust in God. Somebody else. I want one more verse. Somebody needing to come so bad. I, that that burden's not let up. That impression's not let up. And uh, it's it's your move. Pray for the bird. Sometimes down here, listen. All too soon we must part. Listen. But I won't leave the ones I love a broken heart. Please come. My friend, someday come, if you pray. can't find me. Listen to this song. Don't you worry, I know exactly. Where I'll be. Where are you today? If you don't what kind of shape see are you in? me tomorrow, look for As me. God's calling. In the morning, Please come. I'll be Obey the Lord. in glory with Jesus, my King. If you don't see me tomorrow, yeah, in that land where there's no sorrow, I'll be with Jesus Amen. in glory in the morning. Amen. You too can also do what I have done. Yeah, come on. Make sure yeah. of your trip to that home before setting sun. Yeah. For there will be joy in the tears of those who weep. Right. If you've said I'll see you yeah. in the morning before you sleep. Amen. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me in the morning. I'll be in Amen. Yeah. Oh, I believe somebody needing to come. If come on. You don't see me tomorrow. I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning where there's no more. 
started yeah. and the day has always just started yeah i'll be with jesus in glory in the morning right. amen good song good Yeah, yeah, it was. Amen. Right. Right, right. That's true. Right. Me too. Yeah. Sure. Right. That's true. Amen. That, that's good. Amen. That explains it good. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Appreciate that. Appreciate all those words. Appreciate uh, Sally and Jim being here today. That's what a blessing. What a blessing. Just thrilled my heart when I looked back and saw you and just thank the Lord for you. Uh, anybody else? If not, just be seated for a minute while we get the announcements. And I, I'll say this while Blaine's coming. I want to say I appreciate uh, preacher Bob Morris and his wife Tina. Glad they're here today. Appreciate uh, Bob taking care of the church last Sunday morning. And I watched it from home, and I, I got a blessing. Looking for Ryan. Missy, I've got this announcement that Ryan put up there. Is it safe to read this? Okay, just making sure. It's a surprise. Shh. There's a celebration for Irene Neal's 90th birthday next Sunday, February the 12th. It'll be at 4 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. All are welcome. No gifts are expected. Join us for ice cream and cake. So we'll announce that again tonight if it's safe to announce that again tonight. I just didn't want to blow the surprise. Um, there were some glasses that were left at Autumn Winninger's shower on January the 15th. They're up here on the podium. And uh, our church has been invited uh, to an ordination service for Brother Zach Wilson, Aaron Huffman, and Adam Jewell. That's down at Mount Washington, which is near Louisville. That'll be on March the 25th. And we'll announce that again, but uh, just for anybody that wants to go or are ordained men, keep that date in mind. 
appreciate those announcements. And uh, uh, Brother Billy Ray uh, remind me to thank everybody uh, for bringing the donations uh, for shoes and clothes and stuff that uh, uh, Brother Bob Evans had asked for us to bring donations. He was taking it uh, uh, down in Kentucky, and uh, there was a place down there where he was taking it to that uh, felt like there was a need there, uh, Anderson Settlement. And uh, we had a, quite a good uh, supply of things that were brought. I, it, it blessed me and touched my heart. I appreciate everybody responding to that. And, uh, okay, anything else before we come to a close? Oh, good. Appreciate that. That's great. Anything else? If not, we'll ask everybody to see to the stand. We'll ask Brother Carl to pray. <laughs>